and a one and a two and a cack sack and two smoking barrels. Welcome back to two smoking testies. That's what I meant to say in the first place. Testy talk, C O N T. Cack talk, episode 16. Welcome back. Welcome back, indeed. I'm Jake. Was that a shit show and a half, or what's the story? <laughs> I'm Matthew. Let's roll with it. That was fine. I mean, our, our intros are really that good. <laughs> For some reason, I always think, when I, anytime we're like midweek, thinking back on an episode, I'm like, oh, that intro was deadly. And then I think about what it was, I'm like, Jesus Christ, did I really say cacking? Davy Jones is cacking. I, I think most of our intros are just stupid humor. Start as you mean to go on. Yeah, I mean people know what they're getting in for straight away, which is good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How are you getting on this week anyway? Uh yeah, I'm good, I'm good. I've started back the gym, feeling good. Oh stop. Trying to get back into exercise. Uh also Halloween this weekend. Spooky weekend. Yeah. Man, anytime, anytime I, I hear the word gym or like talk about a gym, I really want to like go back and do something in the gym. But and literally every time I think of it, I'm like, yeah, but not today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think I could ever be one of those people who are like, I love going to gym. You know, it's it's difficult yeah. and all, but I just love it. I hate it. I hate. The, I hate oh exercise. You know, we have to say the story. Remember, remember that day. This might be a bit creepy to sign the podcast. Remember that day we were literally just like, we we're going into the gym and we like pulled up to it and we just seen this like class, like this like weird open room with glass and all these people just messing around in the room. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. It was because the gym was right beside like a dance studio or something. And in yeah. where they did their practice, the glass, the windows were like open so you could see straight in and for some reason, we just got mesmerized because we were looking at these people and... Well, they weren't dancing. They weren't yeah. dancing. They were just like fucking about. They were all just doing different shit and we were like, what is this class? We, we sat were there to for figure ages. Out what the class was. People were like pushing people. People were like doing backflips or something like that, I'm pretty sure. Or is that my memory fucking with me? <laughs> a pro- a probably. And I can't remember like what they were doing. I just remember Spinning thinking... Spinning like, on the floor and all. I just remember thinking, what is this? It's not a dance class. It's not. I don't even know what it was. That was the best part of the entire gym, I'd say. <laughs> Before <laughs> our entire gym going experience. Before, yeah, just sitting in the car. I mean, there was another time when we, when we smoked like a full joint before we went in. <laughs> we like Jesus, yeah. We like sat in the car and like why we thought to smoke before we exercise. I don't know why we thought that was a good idea. But then someone told us afterwards that you can actually give yourself a heart attack doing that. <laughs> Someone's like, you shouldn't do that. And we shat ourselves. It's like we just did stuff to like fuck around. Remember like that guy gave us the pre-workout? Oh yeah. What was that he gave us? We walked in and they had like a stand and they're like, want to try some pre-workout? And we were like, yeah, fuck it. And we took it. And again, same thing. We thought we were going to have some sort of fucking heart attack. <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't know. That we had some funny times that gym. Yeah. How are you getting on this week anyway? Other than the gym? Uh yeah, no, nothing else really. Just chilling about, working away. That's it. Not nothing to write home about. I'm nothing doing. special. What about you? I'm doing. Well, you wouldn't have to write far now, would you? 
forget about it in Italy. Will you <laughs> just have to write it on on a piece of paper and leave it there? You'd re- you'd have written home like. <laughs> it does that expression mean more when you're actually at home? I have nothing to write home though, because you're all you have to do is write it on a piece of paper and it's there. Whereas like if you're in Rome, like oh, it's something to write home about. It would have to be something brilliant unless to make you write home about it. Like yeah, like what what's what would make you want to write something down more? Like imagine something was so amazing, you're in your own home and you want to write a letter to yourself in your own home. It must be something really good. <laughs> or to make you go to the effort to actually send a letter home. I don't know which one would it'd be, be funny. It'd be funny if like the whole time you were in Rome, you started sending letters every like every couple of days or every week or two back home to your house address to yourself <laughs> and your mom's like calling you Jake so many letters are coming in the door for you oh yeah that's fine yeah. and you get home and just open them all in front of them it's all those letters from yourself they're all, yeah, you had a lovely pizza don't mind them you they're had a all, lovely pizza they're all just things I wanted to write home about that's all <laughs> <laughs> address them to yourself for you to read when you get home that would have been good oh man remember that what Oh man, remember that pizza week two in? <laughs> okay, look at this. Remember <laughs> when we had that? And not even pictures, just me describing it in the letter. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that little breadstick on the side. Well. Wow. Oh yeah, remember that Coliseum when we went there? That was really good. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. Just fucking working away. Uh, I do have to say, like, the office job, office jobs probably aren't my forte. Uh, it's a bit like I don't know you've been word? saying that for weeks man when are you getting out there I don't know man it's a bit like I don't know dreary or something like same thing every day like ditch that man ditch that place like it's funny like I, I like I don't know it's, it's just this job it's, it was in it was in my old hotel job as well it was like an international brand but they have like things from like either like America or the UK or whatever like the bigger bigger like types of the brand and they like play your videos and all and they're always so excited to like announce something yeah. and it's always just something cack like yeah i mean but well, i think most companies are like that because they always think their shit is the best like even when i was yeah. uh working in in rome and um, with that with the it was called my english school was the name of the school the teaching school yeah. um any time there was like a training thing or they sent out an email to all the teachers, they always had to slide in some comment, like bigging themselves up, making out like they're so great. Yeah. Like if they were giving you tips about how to teach a lesson, they'd say something like, although you probably don't need much, our lessons are great anyway, or something like that. (sighs) Or like teaching online can be difficult although we have over 4,000 students online so it must be doing something like, <laughs> like something like that and you're blow, like relax blow it out your hole relax do you ever just reply to them do you ever just reply to them blow it out your hole man <laughs> sometimes sometimes the falsities in companies like that really get to me like I don't know why it's just like it's like me and you were talking before the podcast it's like you have a sixth sense when you can tell something's insincere or sincere yeah, yeah. It's like you can just tell when someone's just there. Like nobody loves their fucking job that much that they're like, "Welcome to the next generation." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and you're sitting there going, "Ah, Jesus!" Like, give it a rest. I'm here, sitting here Monday morning, hungover, and you're sending me these fucking videos. Of you being so upbeat, like, do you know what I mean? We should, we should, like, imagine there was a company out there who was really self-aware and knew that they were just kind of shit, and they were just like. Uh, <laughs> I know we're not that great, but come on, boys. Like, try your best. 
Man, like it, it seems like the, the the cool thing this day is when companies seem like a person. Like, yeah. I don't know if you've seen on TikTok or on Instagram, Slim Jim, I think it is, or some, or maybe there's TikTok, I don't know which one it is, but they like comment on everything. Like, so any meme you see, they comment on it with like a joke. Yeah. And you just know it's like a team of six people sitting there like, okay, what's the next joke for the next yeah, team, man? Yeah. No, up. that definitely is the thing. I and mean, even, you know, what's that hotel in Dublin? The White Moose or something? Oh, yeah, 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 Where yeah. there's always, a, your, your man who owns it's always getting in different controversies, but he's really outspoken. And that's, that did his brand so good. Like, they've got a little stand now outside the pavilions and all, a little coffee shop stand and all. Uh yeah like and they're just a hotel like they're not a brand it's just like this Not hotel special, like he, yeah just because he had this personality it kind of gave this awareness have you ever been there before no no it's kind of mad it's like in an old georgian house or something like that like, or not a georgian house it's like a big huge weird old style house and then just like it's like, like a normal back garden and all where is and it it's just a hotel we're like oh man I, I couldn't tell you now I'm so bad with fucking directions. Is it man. is it in the is it in the city centre though? No, it's not. It's like in one of those places like I don't know, like fucking Drum Condra. I don't know. Something like that. It, it's fair, like you have to drive to it, but like it, it's kinda like there's like a little stall for coffee outside. It's nothing special, the coffee shop part, like. Yeah. Nothing nothing on bare bones right. But I did I, I heard to write home about. <laughs> I heard that your man paid for them all to go or to offer uh, he paid for all his staff to go to Disneyland as like a work trip. What the hell? Like he he paid for tickets and all to get into Disneyland. Well, that's got to be a publicity stunt and all. Maybe, but I'd love it if I was working there. Yeah. Space That's Mountain. so weird. Like, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a small thing of it. But I seen, like, there was this, these girls posted a TikTok and it was like, uh, it was like, oh, spending the next three days in the library before the end of term because we spent our whole college year shagging boys and sniffing. And the mm. University of Kent, or, and the University of Kent or something, oh, no, I forget which one it was, but a university, I, th- I don't know if it's the one they actually went to, uh, but like it's like an, a university and he said, oh, doing us proud girls, love to see you, X. Uh- what and i was just sitting there and i was like why is this like a thing for companies or like things to look like they're one person or to look like they're going against the grain i i find that so insincere as well yeah that's weird yeah or ryanair like i know ryanair hired you i think it's olivia olivia neal or something like that ryanair on tiktok are they're so i feel like secondhand embarrassment when i watch them tiktoks i think it's olivia neal or something runs it is it I don't know. I don't know. But all I've seen is the TikToks where they put their face on the front of the airplane or something. Do you see them? Yeah. And they're like saying some weird yeah. joke. It's so cringy. But they they're doing what you're trying. What you're saying. They're trying to seem like they have this personality and all behind the company. But it's and what's the, what's your money on Ryanair? Uh, Mr. Ryan, Mr. Air. Mr. Air, Ryan Space Air. Uh, Air Ryan. You just know it's not him. He's a fucking bag of bounds with like millions in the bank. That's obviously like some department. They pay people to do that. Like, he doesn't give a shit. But this is the thing. This is this, this like weird technology, like boost, like, like, has just made 
way for such weird jobs. Like there's, you know, there's mm. TikTok managers and all for TikTokers. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a, I seen a TikTok and she it was a girl like I, I don't know if she was she was like fam- relatively famous like about like ten thousand or something. But she posted a video of some fella like talking about her dancing. And she's like, oh, my TikTok uh, choreographer loves uh, me in the recent video. And he and he's just saying like, oh, you look so hot, like doing this move, this and this move. This move looks so hot on you or something like that. Yeah. And like, that's like the whole, that's a TikTok in itself. But like the fact that she says she's a TikTok choreographer was a bit like, wow. Yeah. I, that, see, that's the thing. Someone is... to help you dance in a TikTok. <laughs> so what are you? What are you, right? Hang on a second. <laughs> I mean, let, me just, let me just break this down, right? What are you in this, right? If the girl who's doing the dancing is getting taught the dance just to do it on the video. Why don't they just film the man doing it? Are you just, just a puppet at this stage. A puppet, right? Like, why is that? Like, I don't understand. Man, that's fucking crazy. But it's, the, like, it's, the, actually- it's the looks. It's when you have that look about you and the kids get into it or whoever is the fan of it and they like the way you look, they like the way you dance. They don't care about the choreographer. They want to see you do it. That's what it's yeah. about. But you see, that's the thing is before on the internet, before it kind of exploded, only like, I would even say like 10 years ago, like people used to post on YouTube and stuff just by themselves, just like low quality, just get it up there. But now people have full on teams behind them. Managers, agents, yeah, editors, man. writers, everything. And, and like, so they barely do anything. They're just literally just the face some of, of the, it. Some of the craziest things to me are like, you know, like Mr. Beast or like um or like uh David Dobrik, like people who were just minted mm. and use that to make their videos. That's insane mm. to me how like they just spend so much money on making videos that it probably comes back in the video anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. But like like Mr. Beast had this thing, I don't know if you've seen that. Mr. Beast had something, it was like a, he drew a big circle on the ground and like had like a real life Hunger Games. So everyone had to stay in the circle and people who left, uh, died, like got kicked out. Got executed. No. People who left got kicked out, but like at the end, the last person won like a million or something like that. Mm, yeah. But like, he like starts tightening the circle every time and they're, and they're like in a small circle and he's like, they're all, they all haven't eaten in like a day. And he's like, he brings loads of burgers from McDonald's and is like, oh, if someone sacrifices themselves, uh, I'll give everyone else a burger. So someone like sacrifices themselves so everyone else can eat burgers and keep going for longer. What? I wouldn't do that. And he just he just rented a big fucking warehouse just to like fucking mess with people and like social experiments on them. Yeah. He's a mad one. What sort of what sort of fucking like documents should they get them to sign in case you die in this zone because no one else lives? Ah, uh, you're not gonna you take die, though, of your are you? own. Well, if you had two stubborn cunts, I know people stubborn enough that would stay there. Till they stay there, died. Stay there. <laughs> <laughs> that, no one's going to sit there till they fucking keel over. <laughs> sit there till they perish. <laughs> fucking three months later and they're still sitting in the circle. <laughs> I don't know, man. The world's fucked up place. Like, But I just think it's, it's so crazy to me uh, the like the way let me just finish this off by saying one more thing actually go on it's so crazy to me like the way like the lack of um actual talent you need sometimes to make videos like oh yeah. like there's people there's people what why is it okay is that i'm gonna start slagging no, I, I said i said oh yeah 
I agree. Like, oh, I thought you said. I thought you said okay. Like, as if I was going to go <laughs> okay, off on one that you were go. like not going to. You were not going to agree with or something. <laughs> no, but I mean, even like like people like there's people who like there's, there's chefs on TikTok who make like the most the best food in the world, and they tell you how to do it. Now, great idea, right? It's using your like talent or your job to just show people things, and there's people who just like go in and just like I don't know if they have boobs, they just like show a mm. bit of on their boob. Mm. And they get loads of views, mm-hmm. and they just put on another pair of clothes, show it on their boob, get a lot of clothes, get a lot of things. There's people who fucking start live videos, just tapping the screen, saying, "Don't donate the fetus, me, your man." <laughs> Actually, you know what I'm seeing lately? And then people on lives, and they've people got eating maggots. Yeah, they've got a bowl of maggots in front of them, and they're but sitting there. But they don't there. actually eat them. They what? Yes, they do. They don't actually eat them. What they do is, when you join, they're already chewing something, right? And they no. just play around with the bowl. And keep... have you seen someone actually eating the maggots? Yeah, there's a fella who eats like frogs and all on TikTok. Ah, uh, what? And yeah, he, he I didn't see him on the live eating it because I didn't stay around long enough. But I'm I'm fairly certain. I just seen one today. I'm fairly certain this Russian fella was just chewing a chewing gum and like picking <laughs> the maggots up on a spoon to make it look like he was eating them. So when you joined, you you thought he was already chewing on them, and he just never stopped chewing. And he was like, idea. he kept saying, <laughs> this is why I found so funny. He kept saying, sorry about my English, guys. Sorry about my English. Even though he wasn't saying anything. <laughs> he just kept saying, sorry about my English. And he was, I'm Russian. I'm Russian. Sorry about my English. <laughs> Even though he wasn't actually saying anything in English. That's funny. And he, he'd be like, he'd be like, time to change song. Sorry about my English, guys. <laughs> I think the the worst live I've ever seen was this fella and he had like an iPad in front of the screen. So you're looking at, obviously he has his phone recording and you're looking at him holding an iPad and he had that wordscape game. You know that game where you make the words? Uh, he had yeah. that, but he wouldn't put in anything. He'd wait for someone to put a word in the chat and then like spell it out. <laughs> And then go, okay, no, guys, that's not the word. What's the next one? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, had like hundreds of people playing this game. So he was basically just that's like hilarious. a middleman playing the, for hundreds of people playing an app on an iPad. They could, the app is free. Yeah, they could just do it themselves. You can download the app and just do it yourself. Yeah, what the freak? And I, I actually saw him do this like two or three days in a row. I seen him do this. And I was like, who is this guy? And he was watching. hilarious, man. Although, like, what's what? All right, let me ask you a question, right? And be absolutely honest. What is like the longest you've watched a live stream for for something retarded, like something stupid? Uh, not long, I don't think. Maybe like uh, something like what? What's minutes? what's the what's the most boring thing that you like would like wait and see? Um, I don't know. Oh, I thought my head, I don't know. Why have you done that? I do it all the time, man. Watch things I don't want to watch just because I can't not finish them. <laughs> like, like I'll be watching, like, you know, like the, the new, no, not even, well, yeah, I've done it. I've definitely done it on lives. Like, just people on live, just like talking shy. Yeah. And I'm like watching it and I'm just sitting there in awe going like, what the hell are they talking about? And they just keep talking shy and talking shy. And I'm like, why am I watching this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I've done that keep, a few times, like, yeah. Or especially like when they're waiting for people to join, they're and you're like you're they're just like, Oh, I'm just waiting for people to join, man, yeah. Give me one minute and they're just like kinda of standing there and you're just kinda of like, What the hell am I watching this for? But like you just keep watching. Yeah, I've I've done that before where people are just chatting and 
I'm almost in awe of how stupid the things they're saying Arm. are, but I can't leave at the same time. Mm. I do a lot with I do a lot with videos as well on TikTok. Like, so say if it's someone like they're just talking about something I don't give a shit about, and just because I started watching it, I just watched it to the end. It's like one of those new three minute TikToks where like they're just doing nothing. <laughs> and this is the way I make my new flower cor- corset for my uh for my new online business. <laughs> and this is how I add this color to it. And people often ask me how I get the the, the sleeves so ruffled on this part. <laughs> this is how I do it with an iron. And I'm just sitting there watching the whole thing. And I'm like, why am I watching this? Do you know? But I don't click off. The thing the thing about TikTok that I think the reason I I actually I obviously go on it, but the reason I hate it so much is because I think it's an app. You could spend maybe two, three hours on it and you come away with absolutely nothing. Like you can watch some YouTube videos, you have a bit of a laugh, you learn something, you hear something you haven't heard before. But on TikTok, I feel like you can spend hours and get zero from it. Yeah. I feel like I feel like like YouTube, because you have to think about something, you have to edit it. Like you have mm. to you have to video it. Yeah. Is it think about it? Video it. Make sure it's perfect. Edit it. Then put like your own spin on it. Then upload it. Yeah. So it's like it takes time to do. Whereas TikTok, any old fart can pick up a fucking phone, download TikTok, and fart on the camera, and start recording, start and just put it up. So you're literally getting like a stream of consciousness mm. straight onto your phone mm. from like millions of people. And it brings out some cretins out of the woodwork. Man, I've seen I've seen people make like like they'll record on TikTok just to tell a stupid joke, and you're like, that is nowhere near as funny as you need to be to own a phone. Like, <laughs> like you your phone even, is taken like, away. You shouldn't have access to this. They should definitely like they should definitely like do like uh like if they wanted to like streamline TikTok, they're like, oh, we're getting too much shy on it. <laughs> Quality Imagine control. they started saying, look, yeah, yeah, you have to audition to be able to post. Send us in your best auditions, and then we'll. Be, That'd be cool, man. What the hell? Or even, or even if they just had someone go through and just any shite that they saw, just be like, "Here, your content's removed for being subpar, <laughs> below quality." <laughs> I think that'd be so good, funny, actually. Though. Like, I think it would be good to clean out a lot of the cack on that on that fucking. App. Although, in the in a way, I kind of enjoy some of the cack. Like, like I don't know if I I sent you this today that conspiracy theorist that I started watching. Oh yeah, where he's saying pandas aren't real. Man, he literally like he come like I don't know where he gets all this this shit. Like he started talking about like I don't know. He the, the one I watched today was about like the amount of fuel that a plane takes, and he's like, yeah. "There's 210 tons of fuel on an airplane," and he's right. like, "He goes 210 tons." won't fit on an airplane see this crane here that lifts that is 210 tons that won't fit on a plane what's the theory there and people in the he's saying that they that they came up with a a, a source for uh unlimited energy and they have oh. them on these planes and the fuel thing is a joke he's like he's like oh if if the, if each plane carried 210 tons that they're like every airport would be like Qatar they'd have like uh they'd have like big huge ports of fucking of fuel and all but you don't see them <laughs> no that, that's nonsense man because literally people have people have entire careers about studying the mathematics of how to be efficient with the fuel you put on an airplane and how to get it to fly man, right this this actually leads me straight into into the, the topic of the day 
Mr. Mr. Baldwin's uh, unfortunate event. A series um, of unfortunate events starring Alec Baldwin. Oh, jeez. That terrible. Too soon, man. <laughs> right. So, you know, so, uh, do you know what happened? Yeah. I obviously know that he was on set and he had a prop gun. And for whatever the scene was, he had to shoot it. But there was an actual bullet in the gun. It was actually loaded and he killed the cinematographer. Right. That's as far as yeah. I know. Right. So, I I mean, the, the, the small little side now, there's a fella on TikTok who does... Um, I love how we slag TikTok so much. We watch so much of it. Like, there's a fella on TikTok um, uh, who's like a prop man for film. Yeah. And he basically said, like, he commented on this saying, like, what should have happened, what didn't happen, why it happened. Yeah. He basically said, like, the A the AD should go over to the armorer who's guarding the guns at all times. The armorer should come with the AD holding the gun okay. and clear out the gun in front of the actor, the AD, oh. and whoever else, like, is around. Then, once it's clear, show the, the actor and the AD every single bullet they load in and each one being a blank. Really? Show them, so, so show them that the barrel is clean, right? So there's no bar, there's no uh, metal pieces in the barrel, right? So clear it out with a brush. Then put the then clear all the chamber rounds or whatever. Then put in the, the, the and then put in the the blanks, right? And show them there's no bullets and all. And only then is the actor allowed to like fire it, right? So what actually happened was the AD went over to a table of guns, unguarded, picked it up, and handed it to Alec Baldwin. Oh, but sure. Why would there be bullets in it no. anyway? I don't. Now, now, this is where it gets juicy, <laughs> right? So this is a conspiracy theorist theory that I heard on TikTok, right? So I mean, I'm sure it's true. So you know it's reliable. Yeah. So basically, the as it goes, the the cinematographer, uh, people are saying that she was working on a documentary that was exposing. Uh, the, the pedophile rings in Hollywood. Oh, right. So the the the, the reason it came about as well is like, uh, so they say that, that she's doing this, and then one of the, the the evidence things they use is a thing of I forget I think it's Adam Carolla, it's not Adam Carolla, something like that, is on a roast and he's talking about Alec Baldwin, and he's like Alec, there's a reason why your brothers aren't here is they hate you. Your daughter's not here because she never wants to see you. And your best friend's not here because he hung himself in a Manhattan prison cell. So like Jeez. Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, yeah. And he's like, he's like, he goes, um, what did you like more, Alec? The plane or the island? Oh. Tell me. Jesus. Right? So he's basically saying Alec Baldwin was friends with Jeffrey Epstein and was a pedophile. Right? Yeah. So your one, I forget the cinematographer's name. I was going to start when you're telling the story. Um, so they say that she's working on a pedophile ring thing and also that she was planning on releasing it soon. And she had tweeted two days before that, that she had information that could lead to Hillary Clinton's uh, Hillary Clinton's arrest. For pedophilia so or they something th- else? For, I don't know. Well, she was part of that Pizzagate thing when she said Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so so... So they think that they, they, they put real bullets in Alex's gun, whether it was known to him or unknown to him, mm. to shoot this cinematographer to make it look like an accident. But how, how... As if it was like part of the film. But surely Alec Baldwin would have to be in on it because how would they know he would shoot her specifically? 
I think the shot was him shooting just off camera, which is right where her face is. Ah, yeah, I still feel like that's a bit risky. Like, you, how would you know you're going to actually hit her? What if he aimed it a little bit more to the right and missed? Well, I'm, yeah, that's true. I feel yeah. like he'd have to know. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, this is the thing. If if it is true that he was friends with Jeffrey Epstein and he was on the list and he was going over the pedophile things, then, like, he would be on it. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Before she releases a video and says, Jeffrey Epstein did this, did this, here's a thing showing this, here's his book, here's all these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... If you think about it, like, and and I really wanted to, I, I know obviously I've watched like the the, the Jeffrey Epstein like uh, documentary and stuff. It still baffles me to this day how like people like Prince Andrew got in touch with this fella. And did I tell you about that? Did I t- did I talk on the podcast about that Anthony Bourdain um, conspiracy thing? I don't know what was it. I feel like I talked about this. That that basically Anthony Bourdain was a chef, right? Yeah. And he always wanted to have a show where he like went around the world and ate foods and cooked foods and all. And the saying is that that either, I think it was either, it's Harvey Weinstein and there's a book and all written about it. It's like a fiction book written that Harvey Weinstein approaches uh, Anthony Bourdain in a bar like before he's famous because he's working in some hotel and tells him like, if you go around the world securing homeless people as meat for us, like so he goes to like say France, finds a homeless person, kills them and takes the meat and takes it back to the US for them to eat. What the hell? That like they'll 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 fund his dreams. So like any show he wants to make, they'll fund it. Yeah. Any this he wants to do, they'll fund it. So like I wonder if Jeffrey Epstein was something similar. Like they were like, well, look, we need someone to find all of our pedophile things. Yeah. But I just wonder, like, how like if 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 it's in a position where Jeffrey Epstein's a pedophile, right, and he wants to have all these underage girls and he's selling them to all these people and having them come on to his island and all. And they had, and it was a case where someone gave him the money to be able to do that, to be that person, right? Mm-hmm. How deeply rooted would it have had to been in that culture in America for it to be a thing where multiple people needed someone to have children for them? Yeah, well, it's not just America. Like, it's the royal yeah. family and everything in England, so it's it was worldwide. Like, but I think it's... I think he was only involved after the fact. Like, you know what I mean? Who, Prince Andrew? Well, uh, well, I, I don't think he was like part of the people who set it up. I think he just kind of like knew about it and then was able to go. Oh, you're just talking with the people setting it up, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I there's been conspiracies about people in power being pedophiles. I think as long as power existed, as long as I can remember, yeah. there was someone in a position of power. Eventually, they were like accused of being a pedo. Yeah. So it would have to be deep rooted. Yeah. It would have to be there for a long time what about so there's there's this fella uh, this is actually one of the things I wanted to tell you about as well but it kind of fits in just right now um, there's some fella called David Trent right uh, his full name was David Chakovsky or something like that but he was he was on that thing QAnon and he basically went on it and he was like a conspiracy theorist and he started saying that like all of the Democratic Party in America were all pedophiles yeah and it turns out that he's actually a convicted pedophile himself. Hmm. Who would you trust more about it? Someone who's not in the world at all or someone who says I'm a pe- who's a pedophile as well? 
so maybe in this case she's the most reliable source you know what I mean? it's actually so hard like i with these things i wish there was a way to just definitively prove one way or the other because it's like you hear these things and you can't rule it out that it's possible but you also want you don't like i don't think anyone wants to believe that it's true like i would hate to think that there actually is this hidden pedophile ring in hollywood that is taking these kids and abusing them. Like, I would hate to think that's actually true, but at the same time, I can't say it's... You can't. How can I confirm it's not? Especially when things like Harvey Weinstein were going on with, like, with, with overage women. Yeah, and but then Jeffrey Epstein literally was caught and convicted, and he was linked to so many celebrities. Mm. Trump and all, wasn't it? Yeah, loads. Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton... Prince Andrew. I seen something. I seen something, and it was like, I seen something. And it was like, what's the weirdest thing that's uh, that's happened to you while you were working your uh, your 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 part time job? And some fella made the thing seem being like, yeah, I was working at the Pizza Express in Woking, <laughs> and this guy came in and he we got his order wrong, and he started profusely sweating, which he kept saying was wrong was weird for him, because he doesn't sweat. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I was at the uh, Pizza Express in uh, Woking. <laughs> what a weirdo what a weirdo and what's weird is like when he did that interview someone definitely told him not to do it like when yeah. you're in the royal family you don't just do interviews you know on your own accord he, they would have had a PR person being like don't do this you're gonna make yourself look bad and he was like no 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 no, no. I can I can explain this away and he thought he was being <laughs> slick and that's the answer he gave <laughs> I have an excuse that no one can prove or disprove. Pizza Express in Woking. <laughs> Which I never usually sure go to. someone's going to remember seeing someone, Someone's going to remember seeing him. Uh, anyway, so back back to Alec Baldwin. Is that, do, you, do you believe this conspiracy that he was trying uh, to... I think it's already kind of half, half disproved. But I just, like, I just like the way it kind of pieces together, the way they're saying that. She was working on this. Mm. Alec was mm. accused of being with Jeffrey Epstein's mate and going to the island and all. And it, so many things had to go wrong on the day for Alec Baldwin to have real bullets on a gun on a movie set just to shoot this girl in the face yeah. directly at her nonetheless. Yeah, that is true. And it's like, when you think about the amount of people involved with behind the scenes on a movie, how a loaded gun was put on a movie set, like how does that happen? Like, what a massive oversight. Not even that, right? Not even that, man, right? I was t- I was telling Laura about this and she was like, surely they wouldn't do it on like a film. Even if that all of the, if everything else was true, they wouldn't have them shoot shoot one of them set in front of everyone else. And I was saying, what better way? Yeah. If she just died out of nowhere, someone walked along in the in the in the street and shot her, so many questions would be raised. Mm. In this way it seems like a tragedy. The and we, and we feel so sorry for Alec Baldwin. We're like, oh yeah. my God, he must be racked with guilt. But what if he is like, there we go, got her somewhere. And, and the, the PA's de resistance, right? Good French there. The <laughs> PA's de resistance, right? He's an actor. He can act <laughs> whatever situation he needs to. Oh my God, I've killed this person. Oh no. <laughs> Media comes. Mr. Bob, what have you got to say for yourself? Oh, oh, I'm in shock. I didn't, I didn't know it was loaded. There you go, man. 
It's all piecing together. Do you know what I mean? It's weird when things are just pieced together. And then, like I was saying, right? And even with that David Trent thing, he could not be a pedophile and someone that just knows really well how to like make things look real, mm. make made him look like a pedophile to discredit him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like like someone someone could just be saying to Alec, look, look, we can discredit this fucking shit. This girl that's gonna make this this video the pedophile ring. We can we can kill her and discredit her at the same time. And he yeah, he You know what I mean? Yeah. Make up some if if you heard, right? If you heard a story about Kanye West right now, right? Well, maybe not Kanye West is a, wrong, a bad thing. But imagine, give me a random celebrity. Uh, Jennifer Lopez. If you heard right now, right, that Jennifer Lopez um, murdered a seven-year-old boy on a beach in Bali, right, and was wanted in Bali, right? Yeah. Then the next day, like, so imagine, and imagine it was true, right? You don't know this, but it's true. The next day, you hear that Jennifer Lopez uh, went on a killing spree, or not killing spree, uh, was was driving through California and and rolled over a duck. And then the next day, you heard something else with Jennifer Lopez that was false as well. And they could disprove the first, the other two things, but not the boy on the beach. Would you not be less inclined to, to, to like? Would you not be inclined to let to let believe the boy on the beach in Bali less if two other false things were made up about her? Yeah, and then what they can also do is they can. Whoever the person is who's breaking the story that she killed someone in Bali, they can discredit him and they can go, oh, well, look who's yeah. telling the story. He's had this in his past. He's had this in his past. And it might not even be true. Mm. And they and because they, because they could be so high up in this, in this case because of this sort of thing, right? They could falsify police records. They could falsify this because they have the yeah. access to that sort of stuff. Mm. We already know from Jeff Goldblum, the CIA are in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name again? What was his real name? Uh, Oper- Operation Dur- Crab Rangoon or something. <laughs> I forget his name. His real name. That was hilarious. That was so funny, man. I want to learn more about that. <laughs> but that, but, but like again, like so. Say, imagine if that if that was true, right? Like Jeff Goblin does such such nutty stuff. <laughs> That like it's kind of like well like nothing could be true. You could find out tomorrow like oh Jeff Goldblum was wanking in front of a lot of a school of seven year old boys. Oh, there's no video evidence of it. There's yeah. no video evidence of evidence of it because he's so nutty. Before you'd you think people just made it up. Yeah. So it could work in someone's favor as well. Yeah, it's so hard to believe what you see. Um, what I, what I, this made me think of though, um the whole thing with Alec Baldwin and the conspiracy theory and stuff. Do you think it's insensitive in any way that when something like this happens, we immediately look to find like a story in it? You know what I mean? Like as people, we always are like, no, something else is going on here. You know, there's a conspiracy involved here. Is that in any way insensitive to the woman who died? Helena or whatever her name was. I can't remember her name. Like the fact that this woman got killed on a movie set, maybe it literally was just an accident. Accident, and we're here like, oh, he was she was about to expose shit, and here she goes. Ting took her out. Well, like Alec took it's her out. just, it's it, it's not necessarily that like it's a bad thing. Like I mean, I think people try strive to like find the truth, but in that they end up like making up so much bullshit. Yeah. Like when you assume things, like that fucking age old expression. If you assume you're making an ass out of you and me, 
So it's such so like words. making, like making things link that like seem like they could link, but don't. But like explaining them in a way where they sound like they could, is insinuating an awful lot without saying an awful lot. Yeah, I think it's also like, like, in our nature to kind of be skeptical and and yeah. find the truth. I think that it also What's comes from thing? from a distrust in like uh, the powers that be, like the government or the media or whatever. There's just this distrust from, especially younger people these days. They just don't believe anything they say. So when they see a story, they're like, not to be insensitive to the victim, but they're like, oh, we don't believe this. What's really going on here? What's the actual truth? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. What? What? what is there anything in the media that you don't believe happened the way they say it did? Well, I, I mean, I don't believe 9-11 happened the way it did. No, I'm actually no. Let's not let's let's not say that. I'm gonna edit that out. What way? What way? Don't edit it. What no, I'm way editing do you think that out. No, end that out. What? <laughs> <laughs> I say that. Why don't um, you, man? You can say what you want. What way do you think it happened then? No, I just. I mean, I don't think it was. I just think it's so weird how. No, no, I don't want to get into that. I can get so deep with that. Please, I don't want to get please, into that. Please, quickly, just do it quickly, man. All I'm saying is, I think you it's can... weird how so many people said. That um, oh my God, what was the president that was in charge? Uh, Bush. Yeah, George Bush. So many people, so many stories were coming out that there was this plan to stage an attack to give them an excuse to go to war, and then the fact that they tried to blame it on Al Qaeda, and then Al Qaeda or like or Saddam Hussein were like, "Here, man, I had nothing to do with that," which they probably would say anyways. But usually, when they're doing something, it's like as a statement for whatever purpose they believe they're fulfilling so it feels like for them not to claim it is a bit strange and then also that you've there was all look there's so much shit about that i just don't believe the way it was explained was a hundred percent the truth not trying to say that it the twin towers didn't collapse and people didn't die it's real obviously but i mean the reasons and who actually done it and how you know legit it was that it was terrorists well i'll put it to you this way right i'll put it to you this way the terrorists, like, so imagine it did happen the way they're saying it did, right? Right? And Al-Qaeda was smart enough to get a plane and to fly it into, like, to learn how to fly a plane first and foremost, then hijack one, then fly it into the, the terrorists, right? Not just one. Imagine all that three, was true. Three planes. Would they not be smart enough to be able to spread rumors of a false attack about to be planned so they could go to war? Oh, man, that, I don't think so. I'd have to have some mad foresight to, to plan well, the story can like you, that. Well, that's a good, that's a good idea. Yeah, but would you honestly think oh, of something let's, like that? Let's I make think... it seem like, like they're, let's spread rumors for, for years that they're doing this, they're going to do something. And then when we do it, they won't believe that we actually did it. But I, but I also think, like, it happened before in American history where there was a different... Um, Events oh, that War, happened. Well, they say, didn't they say World War Two like was sunk off of or like something silly? Like, no, it wasn't World War Two. It was so, some some ship was sank uh, off the coast of Ireland or something like that. I think it was. I don't know. And they like they it, it did it didn't actually happen. Like no one can tell, no one can say it actually happened. And it's like it was like the catalyst for like a big war or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, we're going off on a mad tangent here, but basically. Yeah, I, I, I have that distrust as well. I mean, I don't I don't believe, you know, the way stories are explained are 
actually how they happened. I don't, you know, I actually, funny enough, I actually don't have that much of a distrust, right? I just think it makes for interesting discourse, like interesting dis- conversations and stuff like so, that. So, so, kind of like you, you are like you trust the government to have your best interest in mind. No, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, not the Irish government, they're just spas, like, or any, any government, I don't trust any government to have the best interest well, of the people there's... in, in as their priority. I think there's. I think there's always going to be corruptness. And I think that breeds a lot of distrust in them. Like, if there's a, like, I don't know, my, my granddad was telling me this recently, like, that there was, like, a, a, a politician who was, like, was from, like, Kerry, right? And say, like, the north of Kerry is all kind of, like, like kind of rural. And, like, the south of it's all, like, Dingle and all like that. And, like, whatever money would get given to Kerry County Council to, like, be able to, like, invest in Kerry would all go to, like, the city or parts. Mm-hmm. So, like, if if a bridge was needed up in the rural part or, like, they needed, like, a new uh, shop building down in, in the south, I don't know, something like that, it would go to the south because it was more of a city place, which is kind of, like, it's obvious anyway. But because he was from the south to Kerry, he was able to don't like to make all the money go to the south, even though it was for the whole county of Kerry. Yeah. So like distrust and that sort of thing, or another thing where like um, say like a certain like say if, if if I'm a landlord, which most of them are, and there's a law comes up and you can vote in either way of the, of the landlord or of the tenant, you're gonna vote in in the way of the landlord to, to suit yourself. Yeah. So when that sort of thing happens for your own benefit, it creates a distrust. Yeah. In like in everything, so when yeah. like something else comes out and it's and like there's a seed of like of something that's not known, it's easy to make that to trust even more. Like, oh well, look, they're doing this over here. Yeah, that's Why wouldn't what they I mean. do this over here? Yeah, that's what I mean. I think that was what I was trying to say. Is like because there is a distrust just in general, it makes us skeptical skeptical about even little things that are just true. Yeah. But I think for me, like the whole point of say democracy or whatever is we're supposed to vote people in who will carry out our best interests and keep us you know safe and happy and healthy and whatever but i think because of the amount of power and money that is available in these governments no matter even if it is a country like ireland who's so small you know when they get into that position of power their interests aren't what's best for the people what's best for the country what's best for the world going forward it's how do I keep this job? How do I keep my position? How do I make more money? Mm. It's always that. Yeah. And even if they go in with good intentions to change things or to make a good impact, eventually it becomes like a competition. Like if I don't keep my job, someone else is going to get it. So I have to. So yeah. I just think it's, the system is just, I think it's impossible to have a Wouldn't proper Wouldn't it be funny system. if like, if someone like lobbied for like a, a, a role and when they got into it, they were like, look, I'm here to make things good happen. doesn't matter if everyone fucking hates me. I'm going to do things for the people's best interests. Did all these things for one term, got everything done right, and had like a really good benefit for the people and didn't care about a second term. Wouldn't that probably get a second term in general? Yeah, of course. So I don't understand why they come in and like promise everything and then don't do anything when they get in there as if it's like going to upset the whole thing. Yeah, no, I just, I just don't think, I think it's, the, the system itself is set up in a way where, you know, it was like, I seen this interview before Russell Brand and he was bringing out like a politi- a, a political magazine and obviously he's a comedian, he's an actor, like what's, he, how does he have an authority on politics? Um, 
but the guy who was interviewing was kind of saying, you know, why would why would I believe you? You've never even voted before in your life. Why would I listen to anything you have to say on politics when you've never even voted? And Russell Brand was <laughs> Russell Brand was saying, I don't believe in this system. I why would I take part in a system that I don't believe in? Like if I think yeah. no politician, no bill, no, you know, law actually makes sense why would i then take part in that system by voting to change it do you know what i mean you would need to change it from a completely different way you couldn't change the system by voting and i think that's kind of the position we're in is like we're kind of like the the government and the system of shit is a bit messed up why are we then expecting that by voting other people in it's going to make any difference they're just in the same system like it's the way it's run itself that's the problem yeah, right. Let's let's hypothetically, if we start our own country tomorrow, mm. and we can do everything exactly how we want to, obviously without like fucking I don't know things that are going to be considered human crimes or whatever. But like, what what is fundamental changes that you'd make to our country the way it runs differently to oh, like Jesus. say Ireland or England? Jeez, that's such a hard question. <sighs> One uh, thing I do is 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 like you know like the you know like the um like the 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 what's it like when you're unemployment benefit yeah now i'm not talking about like abolish it like i'm not no i'm not talking about like people who like who are obviously on it for a good reason like they're sick or like they're unable bodied or whatever just people who are who are able to work looking for work and can't find it right yeah giving them ex giving them extra incentive right mm. to go out into their community and make differences in their community in their off time yeah so if if there's 50 people in a housing estate that are on the back to work scheme if i give each one of them 50 quid more a week if they go out for a couple of hours and pick up rubbish yeah or like if there's if there's somebody else in the in the thing who's not able bodied being able to help them do something or like you know what i mean like contribute the grass paint people's walls make the place look better i think that would have such a, a massive benefit on people in general like it yeah. seems like these housing estates and these places are built and when they're built it's like there we did it we built it fuck it yeah and I, it's there I, I was actually what do you want us to do yeah i I was actually saying that exact thing to kate when we were in rome because there was um this rome is quite a dirty city and there was like a fella who was asking for money but he wasn't like just sitting on the side of the road asking for money he had a little tub out and he was sweeping the street and he was cleaning up the street like so he was that's a daily idea like he was actually doing something so i was like yeah i think i actually mentioned it before i was like yeah i'll get i'll throw him a few quid if i have it in my pocket because he's he's a, he's not sitting there just asking for money. He's like doing something. And so I was saying like, imagine if the government could actually incentivize that and say, you know, people who mm. are really struggling to find jobs, you know, just contribute in some way. It doesn't have to be like picking up shite. Like, or imagine, imagine if they, imagine like, I think Germany does something like where if you bring your bottles to a certain vending machine, yeah, they give you like, you get like cent. a certain amount of yeah. money. So why not start up a thing like in America where like when they give cans into a place, they give them money back. Yeah. Or when you give bottles in there, they give you money back. Or like even like if it, even if it's something small, if someone's homeless and can't make like can't get any money for food or whatever, 
they could they could go around the streets picking shit up. Yeah. Yeah. And so what if it's people who empty a normal bin? They're emptying a fucking bin for someone like Dublin City Council to empty that bin then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Like, you know what I mean? It's going to be incentivizing working that way. Yeah. yeah. You know, actually, what I would bring in as well, this has nothing to do with this, but if I had my own country, I would I'd bring in some sort of um, mandate around health. So, like, you have to you have to educate people on how to be healthy. You have to, you can only display a certain amount of mm. unhealthy goods in a shop. I don't know. Something because Ireland's like one of the most obese countries in Europe, which yeah. is crazy considering how small we are. And it's, it, I think it's, it, per capita, there. Though. it's per capita, like per person. Do you know what I mean? But I, I still it's think not that's, like we have more. I still think that's crazy though. Yeah. The, like, even if it is per capita, like, what we're such a small country but we're so influenced by like uh different foods and different like fast foods and stuff and unhealthy products like they're like even in italy when i was living there they're not like the healthiest people in the world they're not like super super health conscious but they're all so skinny because they all eat a much more like balanced varied diet and they have fresher stuff it's not the same where you go yeah. and you just get fried, processed stuff all the time. Well, if you go out to eat here, what's like the biggest... No, I don't mean takeaways. The takeaways is an obvious one. But if you go out to eat somewhere, what's like the most obvious place for you to go if you and Kay are going here? Oh, let's go uh, out to eat. Where will we go? To a restaurant, like. Yeah, do you eat out much? Uh, we haven't since we've been back because we only got our vaccine. Um, yeah. But I we like places like say the Harbour Master in town, um, mm. right? Or where well, do you know there? like do you know like and this is someone from a restaurant telling me this. The way they make things taste so good in restaurants is just butter. Oh yeah, no, I'm, like, I'm fully aware. Like I know that. Like fried, like if you get chicken wings and it's buffalo sauce, it's fried chicken wings with butter in the sauce, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get mashed potatoes, it's butter everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything is just butter. Your fish is cooked in butter. This is cooked in yeah. butter. Yeah. So it's going to taste better, but it's going to be fucking like clogging your fucking arteries. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just even though it's something you might eat at home, if I'm, if I'm not arsed cooking on a Sunday dinner, yeah, here. And I'm like, oh yeah, we'll go out for some of the dinner. You go for some of the dinner, you get like your 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 gravy, whatever, like your beef, your mashed potatoes covered in butter, all of this stuff, your salt all over the thing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's it it is mad. Like they should have some sort of mandate for that. Like you, each meal on your menu can't have over this amount of this or this amount of sugar yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like even Subway, even though it's it's it says eat fresh and it looks like it's all fresh ingredients, their bread is not even technically bread, like. No, so it's madness how like the it's just so we, I think our culture in Ireland now is so unhealthy with like drinking and eating. We just we just don't seem to care really. In general, people don't do seem think, to care. Do you think? Do you think it's 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 down to the weather? And that, and this listen listen to me here now, right? I think it's down to the weather because people will have less energy when it's not sunny and stuff. Yeah. Right? So they'll have their they'll have less energy to cook or whatever. 
or like get up and do things and go exercise and then go out and do things. Therefore, the energy levels go down in general because you're not getting your stuff done. The one thing you can always do in Ireland, regardless of any season, is go for a drink. Yeah. Christmas time when it's cold, bitter, lashing rain, you can sit in a warm pub and have a drink. Yeah. There's not many other things you can do for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not just going for a drink, but it's binge drinking. And it's drinking like yeah. six, seven, eight points, whatever it is. Because to, oh, good night. But back to back to Italy again. They drink a lot. Like they they love their drinking culture is really big over there for like wine and stuff. But they don't drink to get absolutely locked. Do you know what I mean? Like when they're drinking, it's such yeah. a social thing. Like they go like we would walk home from work on a Tuesday evening, everyone's like on the streets having a drink. Or even in like the afternoon, people are in restaurants having a drink. So it's not like it's just going for a drink that's bad. It's it's the culture around binge drinking and drinking to get locked with the aim of getting locked like that's the that's the negative there because you can drink in moderation and if you do it in the right way you don't get pissed and you don't like abuse it you know what i mean but i think it's it's that and then it's it is a thing about not being educated well enough in health because i think for a lot of people it's only recently that you see people are really aware of what's actually in the food that we're eating and you know what we should be yeah. taking in and stuff like i hear something new every day i'm like jesus i didn't realize that was so bad or you know what i mean yeah so and i think i do think well, it's you ever see, like, that we picture. know more about it now there's a picture or like there's a couple there's pretty loads of things about this but how much like salt is in this or how much sugar is in this or how much whatever's yeah. in this i always thought like if i didn't have a coke or a, or a, a bar of chocolate or whatever that i was pretty good for sugar for the day right yeah but then you go and you learn about like say like the the packet of coke and noodles or like whatever mm-hmm. this or this they all kind of have sugar in them yeah yeah so even though you think you're staying away from like chocolate or, or coke or whatever is good mm-hmm. you're still ingesting a lot of sugar throughout the day from these different things like even like the bread and in some things yeah, or bread's like, a weird one because like you have to like say even for example you know M- M- mccambridge soda bread yeah like that's lovely but it's like i used to think oh that's a good alternative to bread because it's brown bread you know it's healthier than say having white bread but that's made with buttermilk yeah. Like the same thing they make yeah. fried chicken with or chicken wings, you know what I mean? Like it's even that you you know, which I used to think, oh yeah, that's like a healthy alternative I can have. No, it's not. Like you, you, it's not just about say calories or whatever. It's whatever else is in there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? How it's made, what they it's make. Mad. It with I think. Shit. I don't know if I'm wrong or right on this one, but I think the best kind of bread, which I actually really enjoy, is sourdough. Oh no. I hate sourdough. I hate sourdough. But you have to do something with it. Sourdough, sourdough, a nice sourdough. Now, some people go too sour with their dough. Oh, man. I always, when I'm eating sourdough, I take a bite and at first, like, oh, that's nice. And then it's finished. And the uh, the tangy thing in the back of my throat, I'm like, ugh. Man, sourdough, right? Sourdough bread, a good sourdough, like a Thunders or like a something like that. You you don't get that tangy aftertaste. Maybe I need to try different like, ones because anyone I've had has been. If you ever go to a restaurant or like that and they have like sourdough on the menu, it's usually like this 
kind of like warm bread that's just got like a small bit of a tang with it. <laughs> but like they give it to you with something like I have I have sourdough on scrambled eggs, man. And like I don't know, and there's something banging about that. Like I love I love like sour bread. I love whole grain bread. Um, I know. Do you know what? This might be controversial. I'm actually not a fan of white bread. Um, I like white bread on anything that's like toasted or anything. I need white bread. I see. I would like prefer a sandwich. If, if I had a choice, I would always prefer batch, like brown batch. Yeah, brown, not not white batch. No, a I toast. Don't know why. What about what about just toast? Just toast. I would rather like whole grain with like the little seeds in it or something, or like. I much I prefer know, that. I, I don't know what it is about just white bread. I actually don't like it. White bread with, with real boar. Kerry gold boar. <laughs> bread on there. Oh man, that's something sexual about that. Like, well, something sexual with that. I, I think food, I think food is the only way to orgasm other than genitals. Yeah, I was just editing the other, the last episode before this one and listening to you talk about your mouth orgasm with Crave. My Crave, yeah. Yeah. I think I might have had one with my anus last night, man. Wait till you hear this. So, <laughs> it's well, a, a weird, I realize how weird that sounds. What is the next thing coming So, out basically, here? last night I was asleep, like Laura was staying over at my house, and I was asleep. I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was after eating these, like, TGI Fridays jalapeno cheese crisps. They're <laughs> fucking lovely, like. But, like, I had a few of them before bed, like, because I was fucking there, I was milling them. I fell asleep, woke up in the middle of the night, and, like, my my whole lower ab, like imagine if I actually had a six pack, only the bottom two, that part. Yeah. Like it was that thin right across the bottom. Yeah. And it was all so painful. And I woke up, I thought I was having a fucking like, what's the word? Your appendix bursting or something like that. Oh, yeah. But then it was right across the whole bottom in the middle. I had to stand up when I was walking around the room holding my stomach, going, what is this? And I kind of felt like a bit of a fart coming. I was like, <laughs> that's a dangerous fart. So I went inside and like the pain was so intense I was sitting on the toilet and I was like geez like clenching my fist and I just kind of slowly went bit of shit lots and lots of shit and the pain all went rushing out with the shit and I swear to god that might have been better than any orgasm I've ever had in my life wow just that release that release of the evil painful. yeah well, like, there's something, there's something, I forget what it's called again. Uh, Laura's doing her dissertation at the moment. She's talking about, like, transfer theory or something like that, where, like, in film, they have, like, a happy moment before a sad moment. Mm. And the happier moment makes the sad moment sadder because of the happy moment yeah. just before. Or vice versa. I think versa. because of the pain. Yeah, yeah. There's the pain that I had right before that, that poo. And the release of that pain just felt so good. Like... <laughs> Which is pretty much what an orgasm is for a man anyway, isn't it? Like just to kind of go build up, build up, build up in a release. It's really, really sore, painful, and then it just shoots out. <laughs> no, I don't Itchy, mean painful. red hot pain. Red hot chili pain. <laughs> Painpers. That's what I'm going to call my testicles. Red hot chili painpers. Well, I, I think uh, we had other topics planned, but I think uh, we've, we've gone long enough. I think we've We just it. do... Uh, we do our little our little animal animal factoid no I think do you know what I think we save it I think we've talk, covered enough there I don't think we need to do anything else yeah. enough shy I think we've we've rambled on for long enough Um, I'll just close it out by saying if you don't already go follow us Cack Talk Pod on everything Instagram Twitter and 
if you haven't already and you have a spare five minutes go leave us a review on itunes it'll help us out other than that thanks for listening have a happy halloween enjoy spooky season spooky I had to get the last word in there for some reason. <laughs> That's a good episode. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.